One Nation Under Pod is brought to you by Wasp Life. Holisticness, health, beauty, completion. What animal holds all of these essences in one being? The wasp. And that's why Wasp Life offers you a suite of materials that corral that wasp essence, that loving beauty that we've all come to appreciate when we see them lightly alighting on our porches or in front of our homes. And we welcome the wasp into our life. And the Wasp Life helps ask you to welcome them into your home with their wasp goods, clothing made from wasp paper, skin balms made from wasp venom, just an array of, of, of shirts and tote bags proudly displaying your love of wasps. You should be a wasp head. That's what Wasp Life fans are called. So we ask you to come join Wasp Life and be a wasp head. Now, Ryan, I know you've been a wasp head now for a couple of weeks. How's it been working out for you? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I actually paid a little bit extra to get the Stinger bonus pack. It's a bag of wasp stingers. They are removed from the wasps. <clears throat> and whenever I find myself in a moment where I, I'm, I'm sort of disconnected from the current moment, you know, I'm not being very zen, I'm not being very meditative, I'm sort of out of what's going on, I simply reach over to my desk, I grab a stinger, I jab it into my hand, and boom, I am back in the present moment. And it is so refreshing to know that it came from a natural source. You know, I went even further and I got their, their wasp home package mm. where uh, they give me some, some papers and I use the wasp saliva vials that they provide to paste them together to create my own little domicile sweat lodge in my backyard. And it, you, you breathe in and you just feel the essence and calm of wasps. Oh, there's nothing like it in the world. No, nothing like it. And that's why you should join Wasp Life. Go to wasplife.com, check it out, see how you can fulfill your life, and make sure to enter the promo code One Nation Under Pod in Chinese. That's One Nation Under Pod in Chinese. Now, uh, I, I don't know if you'll need the special Chinese keyboard to enter if that. If you in, do, or... you can get one from one of our other sponsors, ChineseKeyboards.com. Yes, and also you'll need to enter that URL in Chinese, in Chinese of course, to get there properly. So once you get that URL, get the keyboard, type in One Nation Under Pod in Chinese and get 10% off at checkout. And now, here's the show. Hello and welcome to One Nation Under Pod. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Pepperman. And wow, I wish we had a show to do, but no, it's been yeah. such a calm weekend. Am I right, Ryan? No real current events to mention. Oh, nothing. Oh, wait, wait a second. I forgot <laughs> complete primary chaos. Oh, my God. Madness, yes. insanity, chaos, destruction, dissolution, resolution, reconstruction. It has been a whirlwind. Yes. So uh, for those of you who were not able to tune into our last episode, well, all of you who weren't able to right. tune in. Um, so Technician David, there was a hiccup where he um, accidentally translated us all into Klingon. Mm -hmm. He was had a he had a, some kind of podcast later that day involving Klingon, got the audio levels wrong, got translated into Klingon. When we translated it back, it got translated into 
some kind of screechy binary code. Mm -hmm. And we're now on our eighth translation trying to get back. Yeah. 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 So that's still being discerned. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get back to you, but basically if you, if you've had your head under a rock, uh, interesting choice of words, Francis, (laughs) the rock party. So declared a winner, the activist collective, nobody Mm -hmm. who would rule as a, a a, a non-corporeal being, Mm -hmm. Uh, not the first time we've seen it. Hopefully not the last. Of course. But they won the primary until some hi- some hijinks were found in the votes. You want to go over those, Ryan? Yeah. There have been accusations, counter accusations of vote tampering, of uh, using technology to, I don't want to say rig, but to rig the vote in their favor. It appears that many of the votes for the Nobody Party came from a certain set of IP addresses in uh, in Southern Florida, once again, Southern Florida causing some election weirdness, and then digging. A- and as we know, uh, Florida is no longer allowed to participate in the federal right. election after the Supreme Court ruling Bush v. Gore v. Baldwin family. They can't even vote, and yet perhaps they didn't because through a little known loophole in the law. Actually, most of the votes that appeared to come from Southern Florida actually came from Southern India, which, as we all know, is technically allowed to participate in the American election. 1.5 electoral votes. Mm -hmm. So a number of candidates immediately raised questions about the massive share of the vote they got. I believe they got over 62 percent on our last episode. We got that number wrong and had to fire our intern, Wilson. Why don't bring that up? Don't bring that up. Well, I wanted to say I wanted to extend an olive branch to invite Wilson back into the One Nation family, but at severely reduced pay. Wilson, if you're listening, reach out to me on my personal email. Point. This is our intern, Wilson, who gave us the wrong number and has since been banished yeah. from uh, the, the, one, the One Nation family. Mm-hmm. And, and from the building, technically. He's no yes. longer allowed in. Point being, lots of questions raised about where did these votes come from? How did they get so much of the vote, such a big share in the ranked choice voting? Uh, Anna Smith, I believe, was the first to speak out. She did a detailed technical analysis using a lot of her uh, background. She is also a bit of a, um, I don't want to say election hacker, but I think she knows how to hack elections is how I would put it. Yeah, she was really, really prepared to discuss exactly how in detail someone would harvest ballots, manipulate Mm -hmm. votes. I mean, I'm really glad we have her here to guide our hand through this. She she may have a bright future as a technical advisor to this very podcast. If you're listening, Anna, we'd love to have you back. Uh, So... It has left a number of open questions about the validity of the vote in the Rock primary. Where will this party go from here? We don't know, but we will have a guest today who's going to talk to us about what happened and about what's next for him. So stay tuned for Jay Farkey in a bit. But the Rock primary is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's still an open question. I think that nobody could still end up losing this thing. It could be handed to someone else. I got to say, they got to get their act together on this, because if they're not able to figure out who's running, I mean, this is what's doomed third parties before mm-hmm. the, the Federalist Party, the Whigs, the, uh, the, the, the Nouveau Republicans, the Claymation Party, the, uh, the yeah. Squishy Toy Party. There was the Horror Icon Party, which tried to field Freddy Krueger and got literally stabbed in the back by Jason Voorhees on the prime on the uh, excuse me, the convention stage. So sure, yep. there's precedent for this kind of thing, but we expect more in 2020. Yes, come on. We're all grown up parties here. Pick a winner, get on with it because we've got a podcast. Here, <laughs> all right. 
we've got a number of podcasts to do. Uh, now, we shouldn't take away from the winners from the other primaries, right. obviously. We got Kaylee Girlbaus pulling out a big win, getting uh, the, the pod bump from us. Heck yeah, friend of the pod, Kaylee Girlbaus, uh, and her mom, Crystal Girlbaus. I'm sure they are both thrilled to be winners. Uh, interestingly, Kaylee did not go on the attack, given the momentum behind her. She actually had a a fairly gentle and gracious appeal to people who didn't yeah. vote for her to to sort of come under the girl boss umbrella. Yeah, uh, and I gotta say, I think this is a mistake. Absolutely, I gotta you know this is not how you win voters to your side. No, you need to be spiteful. Uh-huh. You need to be angry. You need to bring down the fury and say that if they don't come and vote for you, you will personally make their lives a living hell because that will be your power as president. Kaylee, if you're listening, free advice right here from two staffers who know how to win elections. That was our complete campaign message for Kerry O'Connor in 2005. Mm -hmm. Vote for me or I will destroy you. Yep, yep, yep. And it worked. I will remove the chicken from every pot, personally. Voters respond to that kind of strong, confident aggression. Meanwhile, over in the paper party, Richard Cream Jr. comes out ahead with a, not the biggest lead over his opponents, uh, the Richard Cream Jr. family, of course, friends of the pod. Um, some questions have been raised about the legitimacy there as well, quite frankly. There are a lot of accusations flying around in the air right now. But uh, I think the, the Cream Jr. family has a real chance here to consolidate the party behind them, again, by potentially let's say hunting down and trapping one of their opponents, perhaps on live television or Hey, Oh, voters love come that. do it on oh, the pod. God. <laughs> yeah. L- LBJ took that to a rousing victory in 64. <laughs> I think who was it? He had uh, uh not, not Hubert Humphrey. No, it was one, it was, one uh, of the, some, some, yeah, it was uh, one of the, uh, it might've been one of the Kennedy cousins, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Had him trust on stage. Mm-hmm. And voters love it. Yeah, voters respond to that kind of power. That's what people are looking for in a president. <sighs> what a week. What a what week. An no more politics, yeah. please. All right, everyone. <laughs> oh, and it's not over politics, yet. Host. It's not over yet because we've got the conventions coming up. Oh, that's right. Yep. Pretty soon. Stay tuned for those. We're going to have oh, live. My heart, my heart is singing. Live convention oh, coverage. Like, gavel to gavel to like gavel. Disneyland and Six Flags and a log flume and Dollywood all together. That's the convention oh, for me. This is Francis's Christmas. Um, oh. Pretty exciting. No, no, no. The primaries were my Christmas. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. This is your uh, theme park adventure. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I want to go. I want to go win a giant bear. That's what I want to do at this convention. (laughs) And you know what? Given the way things are going, you just might. Yeah. What do you what do you what do you really quick? What do you want to see out of these conventions this week? Like, what's the thing that you think is going to give that candidate the the, the bump they're going to need to sail right into the hangar? Well, in addition to uh, uh, candidate on candidate violence, I would also like to see some party unity coming out of that. Just because another candidate has vanquished you either in a primary or in hand-to-hand combat on stage doesn't mean that you can't still get on board and help propel them to the White House, because in the end, that's what it's all about. It's not really about these inter-party issues. It's about candidate versus candidate. So I would like to see uh, the the Tickifers of the world, the the Brina Berkeleys, the uh, the 
Sheer Fingers getting on board with the Cream Jr. and Family Collective to help uh, to help consolidate the party in a time like this? That's actually, I wanted to clarify that. Uh, you want to see anger and wrath and violence directed toward the voters. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Within the party elite, you want to see everyone coming together in a real kumbaya. That's what voters love to see, is just complete disregard for them as people. Right. And watching the, the party elders slap each other on the back, congratulate mm. each other for doing such a good job, promising important jobs and policies to benefit themselves. That's what makes a great convention. Absolutely. People want to know that their leaders need each other more than they need them. That's what makes a voter feel confident, I think. I want to know personally that a president could give a shit if I lived or died. Sorry, folks, we try to keep the pod PG-13, but sometimes I get just a little excited about this. We're still, we get, we get one. We get, we get one, one curse word. We're still PG-13. One per ep, one per ep. Uh, but basically, it's like watching Friends. I don't care what Ross and Phoebe think of me. I just want to see them having a good time. Exactly. We want to know that these candidates can come together can can cohere as a unit and basically aim themselves like a cannon directly at the electorate. So that's what I'm looking for. How about you, Francis? Definitely. I'm looking for I'm looking for ace zingers. That's what I want to see in these speeches. Just getting right through the TV and into my heart. Lines we've seen. I mean, we we've seen great ones before, like. Um, Oh, uh, like uh, Nixon called Kennedy a mush-headed liberal pile of oatmeal. Oh, that was, that a, was a good. Big. It's Good Morning in America. Mm -hmm. Good. It's it's Good Morning in America. That was the line. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I feel your pain. Mm -hmm. uh, I taste your pain. Mm -hmm. I cause your pain. Um, was a was a pretty I, strong one. I bathe in your pain. Yeah. Um, all good lines. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. Yeah, I mean, Gamatron, I feel like had had one of the best with uh, with we will bathe in the blood of the earth. I mean, that yes. just like that's to me, again, it just sends an unmistakable sense of power. And really, isn't that what an election is all about? Power. Yep. 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 The pursuit of it, the, the consumption of it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The cons it's, it consuming you. That's what I want. Exactly. <sighs> so keep your eye out on that. Of course, we'll be having our own uh, pod specials to keep in touch with the conventions. We're going to have one going from 12 to 1 to get ready for the convention. We have one going from 1230 to 1.30 to help you get uh, your bearings on what the convention is going to have one going from 115 to 130. That's about profiling presidential VP candidates and having one going from 12 to 3. That is um, that that's the fun one. Yeah. That's where we're just uh, kicking back. That's a little bit of the having a beer. time for us. <laughs> yeah. And then we have one going from 1130 to four. Mm -hmm. That is going to be the wrap up of the conventions. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. from four to nine p.m., we will have our post convention chat time. Yep. Where we yep. Uh, and then yeah, we recover from five to six, which is the how the polls have been changing. Mm -hmm. And from four fifteen to six um which is how twitter's been reacting and these are all live absolutely so please tune in stay tuned for those all right well folks speaking of staying tuned please stay tuned after this break for our upcoming guest candidate jay farkey recent uh, i don't want to say loser but person who lost the rock party primary perhaps worse than uh well all but one other candidate so we'll be getting jay's thoughts so he's not at rock bottom <laughs> right? <laughs> francis how do you do it so we'll be talking to Jay Farkey right after this. Stick around. Say, uh, 
Francis, what's your favorite political podcast? I mean, aside from ours, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd uh, I've got. Let me think about it. Um, I'd have to say Home of the Pod. I'd have to say it. Too. I can't do this. I can't do. They are actually advertising on our podcast. Yeah, Home of the. Oh, those, those these jerks. Mother Home of the Pod. Sorry, folks. Home of the yeah, Pod yeah. is a uh, political podcast who is now apparently sponsoring our political podcast. Uh, maybe to rub it in our face that they get, let's say, two to three times our ratings on a weekly basis. They are <clears throat> the greatest political podcast in the world. And uh, frankly, I, I firmly believe that anyone who listens to other political podcasts probably has brain damage and has never gone on a date. No, don't let yourself get left behind with faulty analysis from has-been hacks who don't know their who don't who don't know their 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 Reagan from a Ruth Bader such as um, it doesn't even make it's not even good folks. But you get 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 don't whip smart. Oh God, don't wait on to the minute analysis from people who know the business who know the ins and outs and know what you need to know best. Don't waste your time with shows like One Nation Under. Did they mention us in God the read? Damn it! They mentioned us in the read? Don't waste your time. Hold on, hold on. You know, we should advertise on their podcast. Let me just see. Oh yeah, yeah, see what it costs. See what uh, it costs. Oh no, we can't can we afford that. Uh, no, we, we can't afford that. No. <sighs> no, we'd have to get like a, a, a banner on there. It's like three pages in on their web. No, never mind. Fine. Never mind. Forget Let's get through the app. Let's get through the app. All right, all right. Let's get through the Don't waste um, your time on insipid political quote unquote commentary from shows like One Nation Under Pod. They keep, why do they keep that? And the other shows on the illiberal media network. Instead, spend your valuable time with Home of the Pod, a politics super podcast hosted by people who, quote, really know what the hell they're doing, unquote. And make sure to tune in to their live to the minute coverage of the upcoming convention. Folks, you can get a dollar off your your super subscription to Home of the Pod by entering offer code One Nation Under Pod Sucks Donkeys. That's One Nation Under Pod Sucks, pod sucks donkeys. donkeys. All one word. All one word. No spaces. How do they get these coupon codes? They're so simple. Bastards. Uh, and get. Your discount at checkout. That's home of the pod. Why listen to anything else? <laughs> and we're back with our interview with, sorry to say, former candidate. Oh, well, former candidate, question mark? Jay Farkey? I mean, who knows what's happening here? Jay, welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. And yes, it's true. Even though the convention is coming up, most likely it'll be nobody who gets the nomination, but there's still a possibility something can happen there. Mm -hmm. When you say something could happen there, uh, Jay, what what is it that you have in mind? Are you thinking of uh, perhaps staging an armed revolt? Well, that that seems more like uh, on this territory, to be honest. Uh, But... Anna's behind nobody, so I don't think she'll do it. Okay. 
So what would you do? What would you do? What would be the Jay Farkey plan for for writing a democratic wrong? I think just going up to the delegates and having a simple conversation. Hmm. So maybe having some pancakes. Uh huh. So pancakes. Yeah. Pancakes. I mean, mm-hmm. I like that. That's how Eisenhower won. Oh yeah. Uh, pancakes have featured prominently at several of the uh, of the Camp David conferences, uh, several of mm-hmm. the, the the peace deals between Israel and Palestine. Uh, now, I have to say, those didn't necessarily famous, last. Yeah, f- famous photo of when the Berlin Wall came down. One man standing atop the rubble and holding up a pancake. Of course. So that's my hero. Strong history there, um, Jay. Yes. Can I ask? Uh, this is a, a bit of a sensitive question, so I, I don't want to. I don't want to rub salt in the electoral wound. Um, but you you came in second to last behind a, an anonymous group of hackers, a gnome from another realm, a suspected Russian agent, and an alligator in a cowboy hat. How did that feel? <clears throat> it was tough. Uh-huh. I worked really hard on the campaign. Uh-huh. I did the best I could. I mean, I'm impressed with my turnout. I got 3.8%. I've never done that well in an election before. Oh, well, congratulations. Oh, oh, you've run before. I didn't realize. What, what other offices? Uh, well, I've run for uh, city council, U.S. Senate, uh, dog catcher. Mm. That didn't go too well. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I think we're alluding here to some of the troubles you've been having at home during this election. Yes. It does seem that my dog has had a tendency to insert himself in my elections, and uh, t- things tend not to go well after that. Usually I'm doing pretty well, mm-hmm. and then then Cliff comes around, usually endorses my opponent. Would Not usually the winning opponent. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, dog famously sunk Gerald Ford's re-election campaign. So, and of course, yeah, we all... that's always that's always hard to come back yeah. from. And uh, is, is the dog, the dog uh, <clears throat> anti endorsement. Yeah, Nixon never really bounced back from checkers peeing on him live at, uh, at the Nixon Kennedy debates. Oh, <clears throat> right. oh. That, those dirty tricks that Joe Kennedy would stoop to Oof. anything. God, disgusting. Uh, now. So, so the convention's coming up. Obviously, this is going to be yes. a big moment for the Rock Party to show some cons- solidarity. Uh, are you going to be speaking at the convention? And if you are, what kind of things are you, are you thinking about saying? Well, at the moment, nobody has approached me about speaking at the convention. Mm. Um, all the other candidates apparently have. Mm. It's um, got a sting. Yes, very excited for yeah. Pac. Oh, can't wait. Yes, She's always fiery speeches from her. Wow. Um, it didn't help that um, my uncertainty about nobody was leaked to the to the press. Yes, that, um, uh... we didn't want to bring that up, obviously, because it looks like a right. sore subject. But for anyone who hasn't <clears> seen <throat> the video, there is a nine-minute video leaked of Jay Farkey giving some pretty candid, pretty bracing commentary on recent happenings, uh, and even suggesting that you might not support the eventual Rock nominee. I'm having a hard time with this one because I'm just kind of chaining together the piece of events at the, I'm chaining together the timeline, right? Uh-huh. We have Richard cream jr. Was the candidate for the rock party and the cream family were longtime rock constituents and, you know, members and donors for generations. 
And then all of a sudden, they go to this other party and win their nomination. And then out of nowhere, we all thought, you know, even nobody at one point endorsed Pac, but apparently that was a rogue agent, not the official voice of nobody that did that. And we thought that this was Pac's race to lose. And then all of a sudden, nobody wins. And we're really not sure who nobody is. And I, I, I just, as someone who likes things to make sense, can't necessarily grapple with the idea of getting behind something I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're questioning the legitimacy of both the process, the parties, and the candidate. Do I, am I hearing you correctly? <clears throat> that is right. Uh, It's not something I wanted to admit publicly, but of course, now that it's out, I might as well say it. So do you think America as a whole is doomed? I don't know if America is doomed, but the Rock Party is not in good shape. Mm. So you're saying if we didn't have the Rock Party, America would be fine. That the the Rock Party isn't really necessary for America to thrive as a democracy. Mm -hmm. Can we quote you on that? Yeah. I wouldn't have said that a month ago, but now that all these things have happened, it's quite possible. All right. Jay Farkey coming in, telling us he will not be supporting the Rock Party candidate and that the Rock Party is a shell of its former self and not necessary for America to move forward. And in, um, indeed a threat to democracy itself, if I'm, if I'm, again, if I'm hearing him correctly. You might want to put this in some of your speech if they do ask you to talk at the oh, convention. Yeah. I think this is all gold. Right Fireworks. Now fireworks yeah now um we referenced your dog cliff earlier have you and cliff reconciled after his his bombshell endorsement no we haven't talked since then no you have not talked at all well ryan do you want to tell him jay get ready for a surprise because uh we have cliff on the line he's been here the whole time listening in uh cliff welcome to the pod Arf, arf, arf. Thank you. It's nice to be Classic here. Classic Cliff. Uh, Cliff, can we get your take on, on recent events in the Rock Party primary? Why why is it that you think uh, your owner, Jay Farkey, has lost so badly? Such a, such a resounding uh, slap in the face, a, a kick in the nuts, if you will, uh, from the electorate. Almost to the point where he has to lie and say that he got 4% when he really got 3.8%. Yeah, it's a nice try, though. Yeah, really rough. Um, how do I put this? My owner, uh, Jay Farkey, is a lousy candidate. Um, and a- as you said, he's run for dog catcher. He's run for U.S. Senate and he's run for city council. And I, I get that he wants uh, he he feels very strongly in his ability to bring change to the rock party, but, um, he's a much better, um, owner when he's not running for office. Mm. So he's now what specifically about your owner would you say makes him such a resounding electoral <clears throat> failure? Well, uh, for starters, he likes cats. 
And, and there's nothing wrong Ooh. with cats. Not in an election year. There. He, well, an election year there is. Yeah. Voters don't like cats. Voters do not like there's, cats. There's there. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with cats. They're they're cute and cuddly and all. Um, but you know. I'm his dog, and he's always been a dog person. And when he started running for office, he really wanted the endorsement from the Feline Federation of America. And he got it. And he got it. And I just think after the endorsement, uh, it kind of went to his head. Mm. Uh, So, for example, um, instead of a bone, he gave me a litter box. I mean, what am I supposed to do with that? Jay. Uh, I'm a dog. Um, so you, you ran for dog you know, catcher, and yet you somehow thought that a dog would be able to make use of a litter box. How do you explain that decision? Well, I've always wanted to have a cat, but I'm allergic. Oh, now here we go. Mm. So I'm not your. So this has all been a lie? Really? For like the last three years you're not really my friend is that what you're saying you've always wanted a cat really fascinating listeners we're now hearing that jay farkey who is america's second choice has told his dog that the dog was his second choice uh if i may i hate to hate to correct you live but i believe he was technically america's sixth choice sixth choice now would you say that cliff was your sixth choice as a pet jay (laughs) oh this is tough but yes. Six Are you choice. serious? Choice. Uh, Jay, Jay, would you mind naming, yeah, aside from cat, the other please animals the other that animals. you would have over Cliff? Do you want me to walk out of this podcast? I will not put up with this. You, you're going you're gonna to actually tell the host all Cliff, the animals Cliff, that Cliff, you Cliff, like Cliff. above me. Yes. Arf, 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 The American arf, people arf. deserve to know, Cliff. Arf, arf. Cliff, your, your Who do you like better noted. than your dog? Yeah, Jay, go ahead and list for us, please. Cats, hamsters, rabbits. Hamsters, they walk around on a wheel Cliff, for Christ's sake. We do not want to mute your line, Cliff. He let you finish. Chinchillas. 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 Fish. 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 Oh, all right. Well, wow. coming in, uh, Cliff, uh, I'm sorry to put it this way, but he has listed you as as a less uh, more a less attractive choice to him than a uh, slimy, scaled creature whom you can neither pet nor communicate with in any meaningful way. How does that make you? Oddly enough, the same thing that happened to Jay in this recent election when he lost to Alligator Cowboy. Oof, that had to sting. So I'm seeing a lot of <clears throat> in common between you two. I don't know mm. why you're so at odds, Cliff. I I have to ask: Are you thinking? of running yourself. You know what? Uh, my dog, my, my owner got 3% of the vote. I'm sure I can do better than that. So yeah, I've been thinking about it. And to be honest with you, now that I know that five animals, uh, he likes more than me. I think I'm going to run just to spite him. I'm going to get a higher percentage of voting than my uh owner did now jay if your dog won the election would you serve as his vice president probably before i was service nobody's vice president 
Oh, so you will. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. So you will. You will not be uh, seeking a slot on the nobody ticket. Uh huh. Cliff, was that? A, was that? A, was that a growl? Yes. Oh, growling at nobody. So you're not a fan of nobody either. No. Who are you endorsing in this race, Cliff? Pineapple. Uh, Pineapple got even less of the vote. If I have my numbers right. I believe Pineapple came in at a whopping 1.6%. Are you sure you don't want to throw in with someone who has, how do I put it, uh, a chance of winning? Well, the thing is, Pineapple is a fruit, and I've always been a fan of fruit, Mm. so I figured, why not? You know, I'm just seeing, in terms of not being anyone's (laughs) first choice, clinging to lost causes... Uh, being second banana to uh, scaly things that horrify people. Mm-hmm. You two have so much in common. I really hate to see you at odds here. And I don't know if there's anything we can do here on the pod just to help you two move beyond this election. You know, there, there's bigger things than politics, but not politics. Politics. <laughs> well, so the, the challenge that I have when dad comes home is that this podcast will be recorded and out there. So I will have to pretend that he doesn't like more animals than me. I mean, how do you walk in the house and look at your owner and, and feel good about that? Well, would it- Jay, do you want to try saying something that could, if you will, emotionally edit that comment? Out of curiosity, Cliff, was he your first choice for owner? Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. Jay, did you did you know that? I didn't know that. What, what do you what do you want What do you want to say to Cliff right now? I'm sorry, Cliff. <laughs> when I when I laid my beautiful eyes on you, I knew you were the the right uh, owner for me, Dad. And to know that to know that. You like five animals more than me. <laughs> Jay, if you I could, can't take it. Jay, if you could fill out a ranked choice ballot for who is number one in your heart at this moment, who would it be? Cliff. Oh my god. For the folks at home, even though it's physiologically impossible, I believe Cliff is shedding tears at the moment. God, what a powerful moment powerful moment okay you can come home now i guess thanks dad breaking news on the pod cliff and jay farkey reconciled going to live together again it will take time to heal from some of the things that have been said and done in this campaign but i think these two might have a bright future you're not going to get this kind of emotional depth on a certain other podcast that we could mention, but won't because we need that ad. Money. Yeah, and they only paid us to mention it once, so we will not be saying yep. the name no, again. No, 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 no. But uh, I think the question on everyone's mind at this point is, what's next for Jay Farkey? I'll be at the diner. Of course. We'd expect again, nothing less. Again? Uh, Cliff? I always bring the leftovers home. Cliff, love, love is about okay. love is about accepting the good and the bad. It's compromise. I, I think, I think we have to f- find a diner that allows dogs. <gasps> oh, perfect, beautiful. That sounds like a great next. Absolutely step. beautiful. And if I have to make 
make one myself, I will. Wow. Ryan, on that beautiful, tender note, I think it's time for us to go to the lightning round! It's the lightning round! Uh, All right, Farky, we're going to ask you the same five questions we ask every candidate who comes on our show. Uh, Number one, what does our country need the most right now, and why is it D.C. statehood? Well, D.C. statehood, it just makes sense. Everything else in, is a state. You get all these places everything that are... D.C. statehood, it just In America. Sense. Now that is a bumper sticker. That's, I love that. All right, next question. Jay, you just got a blank check from Congress to spend on one program. What is it? Well, you know, to make sure you can get to any diner anywhere, it would be teleportation. Mm. Teleportation. You got a strong teleportation yeah. endorsement, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. That's right. Because then no one would have to worry about getting to diners anymore because you could just teleport to so one. teleportation only to and from diners. Love it. Simple, easy answer, just like your first one. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Next question. Uh, if you could have anyone from history on your cabinet, who would it be? General IHOP. General, general IHOP. General IHOP. Famous Civil Famous. War uh, general. The the, uh, the the Pancake Brigade. Hey. The Pancake Boys, as they came to be known. The Pancake Boys who went over the hill uh-huh. back in back in the Civil War. They said they, they single-handedly won Oregon back uh-huh. for the North. They bled maple syrup. Uh, Jay, Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? That was the question. You answer. (laughs) Well, that's a tough one. I'm going to say Kobe. Kobe. Picking a winner. All right. Final question. This is October. What's your favorite horror movie? You know, the, the dreaded diner. The dreaded the diner. The dreaded oh. diner. Terrifying, folks. If you haven't seen it, Chills. terrifying. Chills. Well, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Cliff. <clears throat> Before we close out, do you have any plugs you want to plug? Do I have plugs? Yes, yes, if you'd like to plug we, any plugs. We know That's you, what so if you have things right. you'd like to promote we know you no longer have a lot going on uh you haven't yeah. been offered a speaking slot you haven't been offered a slot on the uh the washington improv news network you haven't been offered a slot in any no. tickets but uh no one really wants you as a talking head sure no um, one's looking for any op-eds from you we're probably not no having you back is, on the pod but go ahead if you no have any plugs recognizing you on the streets mm-hmm. i am single all right great plug we are gonna That's count a that as plug. a plug <laughs> cliff you have anything you want to plug I'm good. You are. You Ooh, are, if I may say, you are a, a good, good, boy. good dog. Good dog. All right. Well, thank you so much. And of course, you want to go out. You want to go check out more shows on the Illiberal Media Network. Uh, we got two new great ones, uh, Acts of Pod and Wrath of Pod. These are great podcasts to give you your spiritual moment in the middle of the day. Something to think about. Think about with God. Think about with yourself. So. Uh-huh. You want to get on both of those, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Ryan, do you have anything you want to plug? Absolutely. I'm still doing my solo podcast, Trying with Ryan, where I try to do completely impossible things such as levitate, fly, or lift 50 pounds with my arms. Never have I heard someone try to do things that you can't really hear so well on a podcast. It translates perfectly to the audio medium. Thank you, Francis. And uh, of course, you want to get out there, make sure you're registered to vote. Go to vote411.org or vote.gov. Get registered, get in there, get a plan and get your voice heard. And stay tuned for these conventions. Stay tuned for the podcast. We've got more great interviews and more great candidates. As always, I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Pfefferman. Talk to you soon. Part of the Illiberal Media Network.